brethren, the peace of the Lord be with you and welcome. We appreciate you and God bless you for being part of this program. It's a life-changing divine service brought to you by the Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry. The Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry is an interdenominational group made up of selfless, dedicated, highly gifted, anointed ministers from seven different congregations. This ministry is passionate about winning souls and biblically nurturing people through the word of God, holiness, faith, and prayers. Countless lives have been won and transformed through this wonderful ministry. Now let's welcome the leader of the team, Reverend Evans Fufi, for an unadulterated word of God, prophetic prayers, healing, and deliverance. Precious child of God, precious child of God, the peace of the Lord be, the peace of the Lord be with you, wherever you may be, wherever you may find yourself, son and a daughter of God, welcome today, 16th October 2020, Friday 16th October 2020, may the peace of the Lord be with you, and we welcome you to spend the day in his presence, spend the day in his presence, it's meant to spice your day, to change situations, to cause the impossible to become possible for you in your day. Spend the day in his presence. It's a divine service that is brought to you by Reverend Fofier, the Atomic Health Healing and Deliverance Ministry. Our partners, our supporters, our sponsors, and people like you, God bless you that today you'll be able to make time to join us. We are broadcasting to you live from Accra, Ashoman Estate, Accra, Ghana. So may the peace of the Lord be with you. My greetings to all those who are listening to us. Those from Costa Rica, those from the Netherlands, those from Canada. You have been getting your messages. Those from South Korea, everywhere. America, Alabama. We thank the Lord for your life, for what you have been hearing and what you have been sharing with us. We bless you, and we bless the name of the Lord for what he is doing. It is marvel in our sight that far away, that place, people are joining us. Those who are joining us from Kenya, those who are joining us from South Africa, we thank the Lord for your life. We bless the Lord for what he continues to do in our lives and in your lives. We bless the Lord, O oh, our soul, let everything within us Bless the holy name of the Lord that today we can shout for the whole world to listen to us and participate. We greet you with the greetings of the Lord. I want us to open our mouth together and let's thank the Lord for how far he has brought us in one minute. I know you have been thanking the Lord all this while up to this time. So let's open our mouth again and thank the Lord for what he has done. For a wonderful day, for a wonderful service, for what he's about to do in our lives. You are thanking the Lord. You are thanking the Lord. I'm thanking the Lord. Let us join hands together and thank the Lord for what he continued to do. What he continued to do. What he continued to do. The Lord is good and his mercies endure forever. The Lord is good. Faithfulness. We believe that it's not by our strength. That's why we are alive. Some may believe in their chariot. It is their own matter. Some may believe in their horses. It is their own matter. But some of us will believe or will rely 
on the grace and the mercies of God. We will rely on the favor that God has bestowed on us. We believe it's just the amazing grace that brought us here. We believe that it is the am amazing grace that brought us here. It is the amazing grace that brought us here. We believe that it's not by our mind. That's why we are here. We believe we are not here because we know. We are not here because we eat good food. We are not here because we come from good family. We believe that we are here just because the Lord has been good to us. We are here because today God has given us divine selection. Oh, he has selected us to be among the living. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord. We thank the Lord, we thank the Lord, we thank the Lord for what he continue to do, what is he yet to do in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we thank you. Father, we bless your holy name. 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 In the beauty of your holiness, we bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. 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 Oh, we thank you. We bless 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 you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We adore you. We glorify that glory name in the name of Jesus Christ. 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 Father, we thank you. We bless you. Commit ourselves into the to the hands of the Lord as we are about to listen to his word. May he, may he make a way for us. May he make a way for us. May he make a way for us. As we are about to listen to his word, may he make a way for us in the name of Jesus Christ. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Son of God, daughter of God, please permit me to acknowledge my listeners. I appreciate you so much and we appreciate you so much for always being there, for taking your time to take part in this devotional message. God bless you wherever you may be. I give one of the biggest blessings to all those who are listening to us from Ghana. For the past 14 days, those who listen to us from Ghana, you represent 26%, 26.84% of all our listeners. So Ghana alone, we have 26% of people listening. Of our listeners, you are 26%. God bless you. United States follow by 15%. United Kingdom follow. Then Canada. We thank all those who are listening to us from Canada, Netherlands, South Africa, Germany, Bahamas. All those who are listening to us from Bahamas, we thank you. All those who are listening to us from South Korea, you also represent a percentage. Kenya. Italy, France, Costa Rica, Ireland. Oh, we see all of you. God bless all of you who are coming from these areas and who are participating. Uh, about 38% of our listeners are from unknown countries. It means they rally between countries to countries. They don't sit in one place. And we, we salute all of you. God bless you. And God bless you. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Precious child of God, let's pray. Father, I pray committing your listeners to you. These are all your children. We know by, by the grace of your, your, your power, wherever they may be around the whole world, you reach them, you touch them, you change their lives. 
over millions of people who are downloading our audios, who are listening to your word, and who are participating in the prayers. Father, we bless you, we adore you, that within 14 days, we have more than 2,000 people who have just downloaded and been listening to this message of yours. It is not by our mind, because we are not saying the message by ourselves. So that's why we are asking you that this day to you speak to us in the language that we understand. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Blessed child of God, today we continue our message that trust in the Lord always, even when your prayer go unanswered. And this is number five, episode five. Trust in the Lord always, even when your prayer seem not answered. Or even when your prayer is not answered, keep on trusting the Lord and God will be there for you. Today we are taking scroll about what we did in episode one. He said about Zachariah that after Zachariah prayed when he was youth, later when he became old man, since he kept on trusting the Lord, the Lord appeared to him through an angel Gabriel. We also studied episode two about Mary and Martha, sisters who sent their prayer request to the Lord Jesus Christ to come and heal their brother. And four days, the Lord didn't turn up. So they thought everything was over because the brother had even died. But after four days, God, because they were still trusting in the Lord, God came and raised the dead to life. So four days that they thought it was over, it was not too late for the Lord. So our days, our, our, our timing may be different from God's timing. Then episode three, we were able to also study and understand that Daniel also prayed for a long time and after prayer God came and visited him God came for 21 days after prayer and he was not getting any information he didn't know what was happening he didn't know what was going on he has no idea what was going on that why the prayer lingered why the prayer kept long why the answer kept long why God was not answering him but later God came so mightily to him and God answered his prayer and God answered his prayer and God answered his prayer and God sent an angel to come. Meanwhile, the angel was blocked but God sent another angel to come who assisted him, assisted the other angel and Daniel had an answer. In episode 4, by the grace of God, we were able to understand we should trust in the Lord because God says that even a widow who met a, an unjust judge, as she was persistent in prayer, she didn't give up in prayer, she trusted in the Lord that one day she'll get a good judgment. Every time she went before the judge, her case was thrown out. But she kept on. She kept on. She kept on. So persistently, she received an answer. And at that episode, we were told that prayer, persistent prayer, we pray persistently, not for God to hear us, but for God, for, 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 for we to hear from God. So, so until you hear from God, you keep on praying. Until you hear from God, you keep on praying. Because you pray persistently so that you hear from God, not God to hear us. Because the first day that you started praying, God heard your prayer. Because his ears are open to the prayer of people like you. Today we are taking Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. In Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. Now it came to pass, as he was playing in a certain place, when he sees that one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how. 
to pray as John taught his disciples. Lord, teach us how to pray as Lord John taught his disciples. Lord, teach us how to pray as John taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. So in this manner, Jesus asked them to pray. Precious child of God, why would disciples ask Jesus to teach them how to pray? How? Why would John the Baptist teach his disciples how to pray? Because prayer is a, a university. Prayer is an institution. Prayer is a study. Prayer is not something that you just go and join and you'll be praying. Prayer is something that you must understand. Prayer is something that you must learn. Prayer is something that you can study for the rest of your life and you never finish. Prayer is not you, you copy. You copy from people and you do. You must be taught how to pray. You need to be taught how to pray. Many of us are praying. We have not been taught how to pray. We just, we just copy people. And we just copied and we started praying. But for prayer, you must be taught how to pray. Pastor child of God, take note that the disciples who asked Jesus to teach them how to pray had been working with Jesus for a long time. He saw, they saw Jesus raising the dead. They saw Jesus walking on the water. They saw Jesus multiplying food. They saw Jesus healing the blind. They saw Jesus casting out the devils. But they never asked Jesus to teach them any of these things. They never asked Jesus to teach them how to cast devils. They never asked Jesus to teach them how to walk on the water. They didn't ask Jesus to teach them how to raise the dead. They never asked Jesus to teach them how he healed the sick. But he said, they said, teach us how to pray. Why? Because prayer is the key to all those things I mentioned. Prayer is the key to raise the dead. Prayer is the key to walk on the water. Prayer is the key to cast out the devils. Prayer is the key to turn lifeless body back to life. Prayer is the key to do everything. So they needed the key. They wanted the master to teach them the key. That, the, that key can never be given to you just like that. You need to be taught how to use that key. You need to be taught how to do. So take your time and let us learn how to pray. Let us go about how we can pray. Don't just go and stand somewhere and be saying some words and come back and say you have prayed and God has not answered. But we should be able to learn how to pray. That is why we are telling you that prayer unanswered doesn't mean that you should cease prayer. When your prayer is not answered, you don't mean you should cease prayer. That you have to continue to pray. And one learning that we have been learning is that prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is a lifestyle. And because it's the whole of your life, you are going to pray for the rest of your life. You will pray till you die. You have to pray till you die. So you pray the rest of your life. And because you are going to pray for the rest of your life, you need to study. You need to be taught. So one major lesson that we have learned is that prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is not an event. Pastor child of God, as we study the life of David, we found out that David spent the greater of his time waiting for the prayer, his prayers to be answered. We were told that David was always found in the mountains, taking desert, taking care of his sheep, taking care of his sheep on the desert in the mountains. And anytime David was there, he used to sing to the Lord 
He had a good relationship in the, with the Lord. David trusted in the Lord all his life. Since he's seen fancy, David had a good relationship with God. But one of the prayers that David prayed, that one day God should make him a great person. And that great person came to pass. When God sent his, his, his prophet Samuel to go and anoint David to become a king of Israel. David the vampire, now one man in the empire, but he didn't answer that vampire cheerade. And then, now, now empire, but he didn't answer that. He didn't even pack his ear. Ebemu, Emma, Samuel, Ebesran, we say, "Oh my God, oh he, oh Israel." Yeni na adi yese, ka Ebesran, we na the following morning, na ka no ni betino, na ko si akunyana so. We were all expecting that after that great anointing, after that great empowerment. David will become a king the following day. But precious child of God, it didn't happen like that. David waited. David waited. And in time of waiting, even God came and said, this is what I'm going to do for you. And yet he has to wait. And yet he has to keep on trusting the Lord. Yet he has to keep on praying. He never ceased praying. He kept on praying. And most of his prayers have been written in the Bible in Psalms. Most of his prayers have been written in the, in the Bible for us to see that he every stage he was praying in Psalm 50 says he had been captured by the Philistines and at that place he was praying to God and he said I will keep on trusting the Lord what can man do to me so the difference is that from his infancy he started praying and even though after the prophecy came to him that he was going to be a king of Israel he didn't cease praying he kept on praying he kept on trusting the Lord we have no business doing business not trusting the Lord because we have prayed and we don't have answer. This one, David prayed. And not only the prayer. God sent a messenger to him. To tell him that I have heard your prayer. That from today, you are going to be the king of Israel. Yet, David had to wait. Precious child of God, David waited for 15 years. After his anointing. 15 good years after the anointing to become a king. It didn't happen overboard. It didn't happen the following day. But he waited. He trusted in the Lord. That is why you should also learn to trust in the Lord. That even when your prayers seem unanswered, even when your prayers seem delaying, you still have to keep on praying. You still have to keep on praying. Because going before God, don't think that you are disturbing Him going before Him every day. But if you don't come before Him, you are disturbing Him. It's the opposite. If you don't come before the Lord, you are rather disturbing Him. But if you come before the Lord... You are rather doing the right thing. So he waited. David trained 15 years. Now the radar canoe. And now my mo. Now train. Now our train mo. I want train more than hotel rather so. I want train more than vampire. I want train more than our jail radi. This is radi by year. It is my prayer that you keep on trusting the Lord. That that situation will one day be a thing of the past. You should keep on trusting the Lord. That that prayer one day will come to pass. After waiting for 15 years. David now became the king over Judah. But God didn't promise him the king over Judah. God promised him the king over Israel. And Judah is a subset of Israel. Judah is a Israel. Then so about 15 years ago, I saw him. David is a Israel. He is a Judah for him. Yet, David kept on. He kept on waiting for another seven years. And he was anointed later to become the king over all the Israel. So this means that David waited for 20 years to become the king that God has promised him. To become what God has made him to become. Precious child of God, God knows best. God's time is not the same as our timing. 
So we should learn how to trust in the Lord. When we want to understand prayer, if we want to be taught how to pray, one of the things we should learn is that we should learn how to wait. We should learn how to trust in the Lord. We should learn how to know that our timing and God's timing is different. We should know that our timing is different from God's timing. We should understand and we should also learn because we need to be taught. If you don't learn, you will not understand. You should be taught and you should learn. That number one, when you pray to God, he has his time, he has his own time and we have our own time. So the time that we are expecting him to answer that prayer may not be what the time he will answer because he does things according to his own time, not according to our time. He does things according to seasons and timing. So when Jesus wanted to answer the prayer of Mary and Martha, he did that according to his timing. Mary and Martha wanted Jesus to come that same day, but he decided to come for this time. So that shows us that the timing of God and our timing are not the same. So please learn. Teach us how to pray. We are teaching ourselves how to pray. So number one thing we are learning today is that the timing of God and our timing may not be the same when it comes to prayer. Number two thing we should also learn is that God wants us to trust in him. When our prayer is not answered, we should keep our trust, our hopes in him. We should keep on praying because coming before him is the greatest thing he wants us to do. Coming before him every day is what he wants us to do, not to come when we need him. That is where we end to number three. That says that prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is not an event. So David waited for 20 good years, two decades. He may think it's a delay. People may think it's a delay. But before God, it was not a delay. Because it was God who had arranged. Because David has to be tested. As he tested Joko. Because David was always on the desert. He has to train him how to become a king. He has to train him how to rule. He has to train him how to go through to become like he did to Joseph. And the pattern that Jesus, the God did to David is found throughout the Bible. It's the same pattern that he did to Mary Martha. He did to Daniel. He did to Zachariah. After they have prayed, even though he has heard the prayer, he has to train them. He has to take them through a process. He has to let them understand. He has to them help them build their faith. Because by my precious child of God, where God is taking you to, if your faith is not built, if your faith is not grounded, if you are not grounded strongly in the law, where God wants to take you to, if you get there without faith, if you get there without strength, they will kill you. They will eliminate you. They will deal with you. So David has to go through a lot. He has to be staying in caves. He was lying in caves. A whole king who has been anointed. The palace was there. But he was sleeping in caves. The palace was there. The palace was there. But he was sleeping in caves. A king who has been anointed. Somebody who has been anointed. Somebody who has been prophesied. That you are a king. I don't know the prophecy that you have received. And you think it will never come to pass. Who told you your prophecy will not come to pass? Who told you the, pro the, the promise of God will never come to pass? David was promised the king. He was promised the throne. But he was sleeping in caves. He was begging for food. He was going to places to place and beg for food. But he was the king. He was working king of Israel. He was a working king of Israel. He was a working king and a life king of Israel. But he was begging for food. He was going from cave to cave looking for what he will eat. Sometimes he has to go to people's houses and beg for food. And they have to gather something for him to eat. Meanwhile, his palanquin was in the palace. But he was working in the bush with that palanquin. A king with that palace. A king with that honor. A king with that promise. A king with that palanquin. A king with that palace. Yet, 
he kept on trusting the Lord. He kept on trusting the Lord. Even though he said, if I don't even have the palanquin, even if I don't have the palace, I have the Lord with me. I have the Lord in my heart. I have the Lord with me. And if I have the Lord, I have everything. Pastor child of God, your prayer request may not have been answered as I speak. But no. That you have something. That thing that you have is more precious than what you are looking for. It's more precious than that palace. And that is the Lord. So as David was moving from place to place, he kept on praying. He kept on he kept on trusting the Lord because he knew that God had to train him. God has to train him. God has to train him. God trained Moses for 80 years to do a work. To do a work. 80 good years he was training Moses. So you are not, the, you are, that thing has delayed. God is using this one to train you. So if you keep on trusting the Lord, if you keep on believing in the Lord, you are training, you complete the training faster. But if you do on and off, Today you are trusting the Lord. Tomorrow you are angry. Tomorrow you are peeved. Tomorrow you are asking questions. If you do that, it means that you drop out of school. You come back to school. You drop out of school and you come back to school. Because prayer is a school. Prayer is a university. Prayer is an institution that you will never complete for the rest of your life. But if you keep on praying, it means you are going forward. If you keep on praying, it means you are being promoted. If you keep on praying, it means that you will be moving from class 1 to class 2. You will be moving from class 3 to class 4. If you keep on praying, you may be in level 100. You will be promoted to level 200. If you keep on praying, you may be in level 100 first semester. The next time you find yourself in level 100 second semester. If you keep on praying, if you keep on trusting the Lord, if you decide not to give up, if you decide to continue to pray if we decide to continue to trust in the lord god will be promoting you and you'll be promoted because it's an institution you have to be taught how to pray so when you decide to go off and on it means that you become a dropout and when you come you come and start from class one again and you go classes you become a dropout again because you keep on complaining but you should relax you should keep trusting the lord that god will surely do it that's what david did for 20 good years he was waiting and he kept on, kept on trusting the Lord. And he said, one day, I know I will become what the Lord has said I should become. Precious child of God, it is very important for you to understand that God has to train you. God has to train us. First Samuel chapter 16 verse 13. David is anointed to become the king of Israel in the place of a king of Saul. Because at that time, God has rejected Saul. So in First Samuel 16 13, that was the first day he was anointed. In 2 Samuel chapter 2, verse 4, David was anointed again to become a king of Judah. That's 15 years' time. And in 2 Samuel chapter 5, verse 3, David was anointed to be accepted as a king of Israel. That was five, seven years again, making 20 years. And these three anointings took 20 years to become what God has asked him to become. How long have you been praying? How long have you been looking for children? How long have you been looking for a husband? Is it up to 20 years? Is it up to 30 years? Have you been looking for the fruit of the womb for 50 years? So God wants to train you. God wants you to be taught how to pray. That's why he has brought you to come and join this group. So that you'll be taught how to pray. That whilst the prayer requests have gone to him, he has heard you. He has accepted the prayer. But he wants you to keep on trusting him. So that he will build your faith. Pastor child of God, some of us, where God is taking us to, is very high place. And you cannot go to that high place with this faith of yours. 
with this confusion faith of yours, with the faith that today you are good, tomorrow you are not good. Now with this faith that today, anything that happened to your last small, you decide not to serve the Lord again. You cannot go to that higher place with this behavior. So God wants to train you. God is training you. God is teaching you. God wants you to go forward in the university of prayer. I said, God wants you to go forward in the university of prayer. I pray that you never become a dropout. 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 dropout. There's something that you should learn. That don't think that what you are praying for or what you are looking for from God, as soon as you get that one, everything will be seized. Everything is finished. It's not true. When you get what you are looking for, there will be another thing you need. So if you decide that I've gotten the answer to my prayer, or I'm not getting answer to my prayer, so I will not pray again. I will cease praying. I will cease trusting the Lord. There's another thing to come. How will you stand that? When David started life, he thought that the only problem that he had was lion. Lion came attacking David always. So he thought he had a lion to kill. He killed the lion. He became successful by killing a lion. After killing the lion, bear came to the scene. Bear also came and took over the battle. He killed the bear. So he thought he has finished. Then he had to overcome the envy of his brothers when he was anointed. His own brothers rose against him. His own family members rose against him. His father forgot about him that he was his child. His mothers even forgot about him. His seven brothers, they thought that they qualified more than him. So they were challenging him where he was going. He thought he only had a battle to fight with lions. But remember, the lions, he overcame the lions. After the lions, the bear came. He overcame the bear. After that, he has overcome his own brothers. After his brother, he thought he, were, he had finished. He has to overcome Goliath. After his brother, Goliath came to the scene. He has to defeat Goliath. After he had defeated Goliath, he thought everything was finished. Then Saul also came. He has to also defeat Saul. He has to overcome Saul. After he overcame Saul, he thought everything was finished. His own son came and took over his kingdom. And he has to also live to overcome them. So precious son of God, life is in stages. And men are in, life are in phases. And in stages. And men are in different phases. So if you think that prayer is a, is, is a shot. You have to shoot it at a revival. And after that you are finished. You are joking. And I'm joking. I trust God that today. As you are learning how to pray. As you are learning how to draw closer to God. Like David waited before the Lord. For 20 years. Ours may not be 20 years. Ours may be 2 weeks. Ours may be 3 weeks. Ours may be 1 month. But we should learn and know. That if we are not going to go to pray. That he will hear us. Only that he will hear us. We don't go praying that he only hears us. Because he has heard our prayer. But we also go to God. We also pray to God that we will hear from him. So until we hear from God, don't give up. Galatians chapter 6 verse 9. And let us not grow weary in doing good. Let us not grow weary in praying. For in due season we will reap. If we don't give up. If we don't give up, you will reap. May you reap in the name of Jesus Christ. Precious child of God, as I'm leaving you, I want you to take note that the value of a persistent prayer is not that we want God to hear us, but the value is that we want to hear from God. We want to finally hear from God. May you hear from God in the name of Jesus. May you hear from God in the name of Jesus. As you set off today, remember to go and work as if everything depends on you. Go and work as if everything depends on you. However, pray as if everything depends on God. May God help you. I say may God help you. And may God grant you peace in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you that your situation will change. You will learn how to trust in the Lord. 
You let her to build your faith. You let her to complete the university. May you never become a dropout in this university. May you not become a dropout. May you never become a stubborn student in the university of prayer. May you never become a dropout in the school of prayer. May you never become a dropout in the school of prayer. May you never fail any exams in the school of prayer. God knows best. God knows best. He's a God behind the scenes. And as you don't see him, he's working for you and me. He's working for you and me. So let us keep on trusting the Lord. Some may trust in their channels. Some may trust in their certificate. But we trust in the Lord. He waited for 20 good years. And finally he became a king. And he has been one of the best king of Israel so far. Because he waited. Because God really prepared him. I pray that may God prepare you. May God adore you. May God put you at a higher place. Fresh child of God, the way we trust the Lord. If God doesn't even answer our prayer, people will question his capability. People will question his audacity. People will question his authority. So he knows and he's aware that the way we pray, the way we pray, he will answer. The disciples realize that the important thing to know is to be taught how to pray. May you be taught how to pray. May the Spirit of God teach you how to pray. May the angels of God teach you how to pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the Word of God teach you how to pray. May God prepare you. May God show you the way of prayer. May God make you pray through that problem. May you pray through that problem. May you pray through that problem. May you pray through that challenge. May you pray through that door. May you enter that door by prayer. May you enter that door by fire. May you enter that door by fire. May you get that prayer answer to that prayer request by fire. May you answer, get answer to that prayer request by fire in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you this morning by the grace of God, that the favor of God, that the overtaking anointing will fall upon you, will fall upon you. There were brothers, there were giants, they were giants. Eliab was there, he was a giant, he was a strong man, he was even a warrior. David was just a shepherd, but God, who has an overtaking anointing, came, let David come from behind the scenes come from behind and overtake all of them. Overtake all the seven of them. Overtake all the seven of them. Within a shortest time, everybody heard about David. May God do the same thing for you. I pray for you this morning that before God, there's nothing like delay. You may seem it is delayed, but when God comes into the scene, all the years lost, all the lost years, and I will restore unto you all the years that were eaten by the palmerworm, that were eaten by the caterpillar, that were eaten by the locusts, that were eaten, I will restore unto you. God has the ability to restore unto you what you think you have lost, what you think you use 10 days to do, God can use 10 seconds to do, what you think you use 10 years to do, God can use one day to do for you, in the name of Jesus, God can use 10 days to do 10 years job for you, so don't sit back, don't get worried that my prayer has not been answered, don't get worried that God has not heard my prayer, because he is the owner of the world. He can take everything and change everything at any point in time. While a thousand years are like one day in his eyes. And one day can be a thousand years before him. He can choose what to do. He can choose what to turn. Trust in him. Let his will be done in your life. Don't let your will be done in his life. Don't let your will be done in God's life. But let the will of God be done in your life. Because there may be a path that may seem right in your eyes, but may end it may not end well. That is why you have to allow God that his will be done. Jesus said, Father, if it is my will, let this cup depart from me, but nevertheless, 
Father, nevertheless, not let my will, but let your will be done. Because I know when your will is done, it is permanent. When your will is done, it is saved. When your will is done, no wish, no demon can snatch it away from me. When your will is done in my life, oh, I can go faster than I thought. When your will is done in my life, that delay, I will see them no more. When your will is done in my life, that disappointment, I will see no more. I pray for you and I will prophesy into your life. That let the will of God be done in your life. Let situations change. Let situations change. Let the tables turn. Whatever you find yourself, whether you are even behind, whether you are even far away, whether you are even in the bush, when the anointing came, when the power of God came, when the throne came to the house of Jesse, he said, I'm looking for a king. They thought it was somebody who had been educated because they were in the house. They were attending school and he was in the bush. He had never been to school. He didn't know anything about school. He didn't know anything about throne. All what he knew was about sheep and how to sing. But he said, we are looking for a king. And his father said in his heart, if you are looking for a king, then that king must be in my house. He must not be in the bush. Then the, the prophet said, oh, all these people, God has not chosen them. May God choose you. It's about the chosen. It's about God who choose. If it's about God who choose, if it were to be human beings who were choosing, like nobody would select you. Because the way they show to let you know they don't like you, sometimes they do intention for you to know they don't like you. Like they will never select you. But it's God who select. It's God who will it. It's God who choose. Because also can be prepared for battle, but victory comes from the Lord. It's God who gives victory. Paul can plant, as Apollo can water, but the one who makes it grow is God. It's God who will make you grow. It's God who will make you expand. It's God who will make the business expand. It's God who will give you marriage. It's God who will open the door for you. It's God who will give you that grace. It's God who will open that door for you. It's God who will answer that prayer. That prayer will not be answered by man. That prayer will not be answered by you yourself. That prayer will not be answered by your prophet. That prayer will not be answered by your pastor. That prayer will not be answered by your husband. It is God who will answer. Because if Paul water, if Paul plant and Apollo waters it, they are doing their job alright. But the one who make it grow is the Lord. I prophesy that the Lord who makes something grow, may he make you grow in his kingdom. May he make you grow in prayer. May he make you grow in your belief. May he make you grow in your faith. May you never stand at one place. May you never become stagnant. May you know what you didn't know. May you get new information. May you get new studies. May you be taught new things. May you move from place to place. May you move from grace to grace. May you move forward. May you go forward. May you go forward. I come against stagnation in your life. That you will go forward. That you will go forward. That you will go forward. As you keep on trusting the Lord, as you have decided to follow him, as you have decided no matter what, whether my prayer is answered, that my love for God will not be dependent on whether my prayer is answered or not. That what can separate me from the love of God is it angels? Is it problem? Is it challenges? Nothing can separate me from the love of God. And Peter said, where should I go? I have no place to go because it's by you that I have this west that I can believe. It is you who can do for me. It is you when you say, let there be light, there will be light. It is you who has the key to every problem. So where will I go? May that God who has a key to every problem uh, unlock your problem unlock your problem, open the door for you, open the door for you, open the door for you to enter, open that door for you to enter, open that door for you to enter. I pray for you this day that the grace of God will fall on you, that the impossible will become possible. That you go, some will be using their strength to do it, but you'll be using the grace of God. So what they struggle to do, you will not struggle to do it. What they struggle to do, you will not struggle to do it. And David, who has never been trained as a soldier, was able to kill a Goliath. May God give you that anointing. May God give you the conqueror's anointing. May God give you the conqueror's strength. May God give you the strength to conquer, to conquer your challenge, to conquer your predicament, 
those who are in the family who are standing on your way, like they stood in the way of David, like they stood in the way that they are witches or they are very human beings, may God give you the conquering spirit. May God give you the anointing to conquer them. May God give you the anointing to conquer lions. May God give you the anointing to conquer bear. May God give you the anointing to conquer human beings who are in your family. May God give you anointing to conquer those who stand before you. Any lion that stand before you, may you receive anointing today to overcome that lion. Any bear, any challenge that is a bear, any problem that becomes a bear before you, may you receive the anointing to conquer that problem. Any problem that becomes human beings and in your life, like your brothers, like your sister, they live by you, they still by you, they still by you, they know everything about you. Any problem that has been sleeping by you, that has been with you, that was even there before you came. Or all the brothers of David were there before he came. His father was there before he came. And they were the people who were preventing him. There are some problems, there are some challenges, there are some issues. It has been in the family before your mother was born, before you were born. There are some problems, there are some challenges. He has been there with you for many years. But today, may God give you the conquest anointing to overcome that problem, to overrule that problem, to turn that situation down, to turn that situation upside down, to turn that situation upside down. You have been that thing for long. David was with these same people. These same people have rejected him. He stayed with them all his life. But one day, God gave him the anointing. God gave him the anointing and he became their leader. He ruled over them. He ruled over them. When he killed, when he killed Goliath, he was asked, whose son are you? He said, I'm David, son of Jesse. May you give proper name to your family. May you bring glory to your family. Abdan and Aliab, they jump and say, he's my brother. He has killed thousands. He has killed ten thousands while Saul was killing just thousands. May God use you to bring good name to your family. May God use you to bring glory to your family. I pray for you that any Goliath that is standing on your way, may you overcome that Goliath. May you overcome that Goliath. May you overcome that Goliath. Any sword that is standing before your throne, before you on your throne, may the conquest and not that is coming upon you, that will overcome Goliath, overcome Saul, overcome Saul, Overcome the spirit of soul, overcome the spirit of jealousy, overcome the spirit of envy. That will come because of the glory God is opening for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And any member of your family who also fight you finally, may God give you the authority to overcome them. I pray for you that the impossible will become possible in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. <laughs> Father, I bless the person under the sound of my voice and I release this person to go out. That you're, you should this person protect him, protect her, protect everything that they do. Let everything concerning them receive your grace in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. May he give you peace now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you and see you next time. Amen. I'm so glad I've learned to trust. We trust that you have been blessed through our administration. For prayer and counseling, kindly call 0244-183450 or 0266-685623. The numbers again, 0244-183450 or 0266-685623. God bless you and see you next time. Jesus, Jesus, pray.